0: Hey guys, so welcome back to my podcast. This is technically episode one. Um, I'm nervous, I'm excited, whatever. So let's just jump right into it because I feel like trying to get down the right intro is just gonna not happen. So I'm gonna wing it every single time because I don't want to sound like a robot. Like, you know, a lot of the other I don't want this to be another typical podcast. Like, a lot of you that follow me and that actually care to listen and hear things, you guys, you know the real me outside of this. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, guys, what's up? This is another episode. Like, that's not me. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it and just say what it is. Um, So I did ask for some feedback. I did ask for some ideas on stuff you guys wanted to hear Um, or stuff that you guys wanted me to kind of discuss or um, kind of give my opinion or thoughts about. So I did get some pretty good ones. I'm actually was I was kind of shocked. But there is um, one that really kind of stood out to me. And it's about, you know, dealing with narcissism. And, you know, especially in a relationship and, going from something like that to what I have now, what are some strengths and weaknesses, what are, you know, the struggles from it and stuff like that. So I'm going to only say so much about this just because I feel like talking about what I, where I'm at now and who I'm with now and stuff like that. I feel like it'll be better to hear his side of it, Um, you know, so that you guys can see that whatever struggles I have and whatnot, the, the way he's able to help me deal with it and the way he's able to help me cope and trust again and love again and believe that I am deserving of what I have. So let's hop right into it. Let's get to the point. So a little bit about my past is, I never realized that abuse comes in so many different ways. Growing up, I always thought abuse was physical. I always thought abuse was, you know, um, somebody constantly sitting there saying things to you verbally and yelling at you and cussing at you and putting their hands on you and stuff like that. So a lot of things that I went through in life, I didn't realize were also considered abuse until about maybe seven years ago, uh, maybe even eight So there was a lot of things that went on and I didn't realize the type of things that were, these were considered abuse. They were considered narcissistic abuse. And one of the biggest things that I struggled with, um, two of the biggest things actually was emotional abuse, um, or verbal, but I would say it was more emotional. So definitely emotional abuse. And then the other part of it was financial abuse. So a little backstory on my career status, I guess you can say, or just what I've done in my life. Um, Aside from being a serial entrepreneur, I was a medical biller for seven years. Um, I did not go to school for it. I was able to train and grow on my own in the job that I was at at the time. So I was the breadwinner. I was the main person who took care of everything, um, until I became a stay-at-home mom, and that was honestly a very, very hard uh, change for me because going from somebody who was able to financially depend on myself and take care of myself and pay for things myself, it was definitely hard to go from being that person to somebody who now had to ask for money and ask for permission to do simple things like getting my nails done, getting my hair done and feeling guilty about, you know, having to ask. So definitely, um, I would say that those are some struggles that I still carry into today is the financial abuse part of it. Because I am, although I have a husband who is very nurturing, very caring, very, um, takes very good care of home and and financially, physically, emotionally, but I struggle with allowing that. I struggle with him being okay doing that. And that's where it's hard for me cuz even though he says I got this, I can do this, do you need this? Do you need that? It's hard for me to say, yeah, I need X amount of money yes, I need this bill paid. Yes, I need help with this or I want to get my hair done or I want to get my nails done. Like I still will go so much time without doing those little things for myself because I am afraid to ask for money or to spend the money. And it's not because he doesn't have it or because he doesn't want to do it or anything like that. It's because it's just what was instilled in my head was that I had no right. I had no rights to ask for things that I was not earning, basically. And again, I had no idea that these were forms of abuse for a long time. I always thought abuse was (laughs) physical. And I never realized that all the times that I would be told things such as you know no one's ever going to want you no one's going to do this for you no one's going to like you for this no one's going to like you for that um being blamed for things because of how i looked or how i acted or whatever i never realized that all of that played into verbal emotional and financial abuse it took me a long time to realize that it took me a long time to wake up from that and I'm actually, you know, like I said, I still struggle with it till this day to, to realize that I don't have that anymore. I don't have those worries anymore. So I need to fight that, you know, fight that barrier that is still up and holding me back from being able to really be the wife that I need, that I can be and want to be and be the woman that I want to be and stuff like that. So I would say that that's definitely one of the struggles that I've taken into, to consider, not consideration, but into my life, um, post-divorce is really just understanding and being okay with that. I have a man who's willing and wanting and is there and is everything that I, I deserve. And I still struggle with accepting the fact that I deserve that. So that was one thing. Um, (laughs) Like I said, that was actually a pretty good thing that I've never really talked about. So if you're hearing it now, you're hearing it for the first time, because again, I've kept my mouth shut about a lot of stuff. So yeah, so that's that part of it. Um, The other part is the emotional abuse part of it. Um, I have a hard time believing that I am beautiful. I have a hard time believing that I am worthy. I have a hard time believing that I am deserving of what I have now and what I worked so damn hard for. And it's still a struggle for me because I was always told and and this isn't even stuff that I was just told from a relationship standpoint. This is stuff that I was also told by family and friends and people that I thought loved me dearly. And one thing I can tell you is if this is some stuff that you are experiencing, no matter what people say, like if they're saying like, I'm telling you this because I love you, I'm sorry, but a lot of negative stuff that people say because they love you. And if you just kind of picture me right now, I am doing quotation marks. If they love you, they wouldn't say a lot of the things that they say and do so. It's easy for people to say, oh, you shouldn't wear that. And I'm only telling you because I love you. No, that is not a form of love. A form of love is saying, hey, you look really good today. You look really nice. I like that shirt on you. I like this. I like that. That's a form of love, not giving a negative and then trying to put it end it with a positive by saying I'm only saying it because I love you. So like I said, there's a lot of stuff that was told to me. And I believed it. I, you know, (laughs) you can tell somebody something over and over and over again. And if they are weak and vulnerable, they're going to believe it. It wasn't until about maybe five, maybe even four years ago, that I finally got to the point where it's like, I know what I'm worthy of, I know what I'm capable of, I know what I deserve, I know how to get it, I'm going to go get it, I'm going to be happy with where I am in life, and I'm going to accept the things that come my way, because that was another thing, being able to accept things, accept help, being able to accept, um, you know, people's advice, because I always felt like something wasn't right, I always would feel like, no, you're lying to me. No, you don't. Be- you don't really mean those things. And that's because when you're so emotionally and verbally abused over time, you do start to believe all of that stuff, you do start to believe that you ain't worth shit. And it wasn't up until, you know, years ago that I finally was like, I know what I'm worthy. For. Like, I know what I'm worth. And I try to teach that now to, you know, the young women, young girls in our community my, my own daughters. And again, it's hard because if you're not there mentally, you're not going to believe it no matter how many times we say it. So that's something that I struggle with in my, you know, in my marriage as well, because he tells me I'm beautiful all the time. (laughs) He tells me. He's very affectionate. He's very loving and caring. And I absolutely love that about him. I need that. I needed that feeling of actions being backed up or the, the words being backed up with the actions. And I get that and I get it all the time. And I get it often to where I, I start to talk myself out of it. I start to say like, no, no, it's not for reals. This is too good to be true. This this isn't the real deal. But it is. It is. And unfortunately, when you've dealt with so much abuse over over you know, a span of your life, it's hard to believe that. It's hard to believe that you are worthy of a good person. It's hard to believe that you're worthy of real love. It's hard to believe that there's somebody out there that is telling you the truth. Somebody that is telling you they love you and they care for you and you're beautiful and and they compliment you and all of that. They are telling the truth. And if there's one thing I've learned, it's I can tell the difference. I can tell when it's real and when it's not. I I can see the fakeness from a mile away now as to where before, it would be straight in my face, and I would still try to see the good in people. And I still kind of struggle with that to this day, because I know I have people that are in my in my life, and they look me in my face, and they smile, and they give compliments, and they try to act like they care. But then on the other side of it, they're over there, you know, spewing dirt on my name or gossiping about me and stuff like that. So I do know where that fine line is at, but at the same time, it's hard because you want to see the good in everybody. When you are a genuine person and you do have a good heart, you know, it's not saying that you're perfect, but when you do have a good heart and you are genuinely a good person, you try to see the good in everybody. No matter how evil they are, something always clicks to where you're like, no, no this person is just struggling, this person just goes through this, this person just goes through that. And that's where my struggles lie, is allowing that emotional abuse to constantly contradict how I'm really feeling, because I'm so scared. And again, it's not just from a, a, a relationship standpoint, it's from friendships, it's from family, it's from all of that. You know, people who literally can sit here next to you and laugh with you and cry with you and bond with you. And then in that same breath, go and talk about you and make you out to be this evil person when they have no idea the battles, the battles that you faced. They just assume. So for me, Dealing with narcissism from any type of point point of view, it's been a struggle on my day-to-day life because now with so much narcissism in your face, it's hard to trust people. It's hard to believe that people are good people. It's hard to believe that everybody else really does want to see good things happen for you. But if I can give any advice on this, it's you got to believe yourself. You got to believe that your time's coming. You got to believe that you are worthy of the right type of love. You got to believe that there's a man or woman out there for you that is going to tell you the truth, is going to be honest with you and be that person for you that you need them to be. But it's going to start with you. It's got to start with you. You got to believe it yourself. You got to believe it to the point that you start. Speaking it into existence, you got to believe it to the point that your life lies in your own hands, not someone else's. And once you start to realize that and once you start to believe that, honestly, everything else kind of comes easy. So dealing with emotional abuse, dealing with verbal abuse, dealing with narcissism and just going through those battles It held me back a lot and still sometimes till this day also still holds me back. But it's also fuel for me. It's also a feeling of I could do this. I could stand up. I can fight. I can be the person that I said I'm going to be. I can be that strong, independent woman that still allows a man to love her and take care of her because I'm worthy of that. And because I'm deserving of that. And because I've been through hell and fucking back to be where I am today. And because I believe that, I know that when it's my time and God says, here, you've been waiting for this. Again, I'm not the most religious person. But I do believe that when he says, here you go, I'm going to be ready to receive it. And that's because I had to start with me. I had to start with me, I had to start loving me, I had to start taking care of me, because I'm not a good mom, if I don't take care of me, I'm not a good wife, if I don't take care of me, I'm not a good friend, sister, daughter, if I don't take care of me first. And one thing that I can honestly say that really, really hurt me a lot in my life is being told that I was selfish. Because I was taking care of me. You are not selfish for taking care of you. What's selfish is you not taking care of you and leaving your family and friends to deal with the pain of it after when you're no longer here. So that is it for episode one. Um, Like I said, the other part of it, as far as my relationship and the questions about how I'm coping with it with my husband, I would much rather do an episode with him so that he can actually answer those questions because he's the one that sees it from the other side. So hopefully I can get him on the next episode or another episode soon. But yeah, love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you guys next week.